Hi guys, welcome, welcome back to my podcast channel. My name is Olivia Tutu, the podcast butterfly. Welcome to episode 20, season 3. I'm excited, you guys. I finally got to have Microphone 7 on the podcast. And we spoke about everything, mental health, loss, grief, pain. It was beautiful, honestly, and quite emotional because I almost shed a tear. Now, of course, you know the vibes, you know the drill. While you're tuned into Unscripted with Leave, make sure you're sipping on some good cup of coffee, tea, water, juice, or whatever beverage best suits your needs. And don't forget to share it with two of your favorite people. And as per tradition, don't forget to subscribe, like, and just give me your thoughts and feedback. For now, <laughs> I've got a surprise for you. Let's get right into the episode. Hey guys, Kalua here, aka Microphone 7, and you are listening to Unscripted with Liv. <laughs> and I just took over the, sh- the show, the podcast. That's what it's called. Yeah. The you know, podcast. Artist, so. <laughs> yeah, I just took over the podcast and yeah. I'm introducing myself and introducing the podcast. Uh, Liv, welcome to your podcast. <laughs> thank you. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm great. Thanks. How are you doing? I'm great. First of all, thank you for agreeing to come through. I know everybody's busy, especially you. You're like, yeah, oh, you're on the move. So <laughs> having time with you right now is like, oh my God, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Now, today's conversation is a little bit everywhere mm-hmm. because I think you're one person who I feel like the world can learn so much from aside from music. Mm-hmm. And so even as I was trying to like channel our conversation, it just felt like we need to have a part two, especially for the fact that the podcast is going to run for like 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's not so enough it's like, time. We need to have a part two because there's so many questions that I've had yeah. since, hmm, since what? Since, <laughs> since 2016. Since yeah. 20, I think 2016, 2017 mm-hmm. was the first time I heard Blessa. Yeah. And instantly I fell in love. I'm like, oh my you God. fell in love with me? I fell in love with the music. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fell in love with the music and a friend of mine, my best friend actually, she sings. So she would always sing the song yeah. and all that. And it just really resonated with us as mm-hmm. girls and especially for the fact that we were at a girls school and yeah. we see the whole blessa blessy yeah. lifestyle and whatnot it just felt like oh we are christian girls microphone seven has said only god can be a blesser <laughs> and so it, it, it helped us carry on yeah and then i think a little bit later on you did pray for me mm-hmm. and again i fell in love i mean i love all your songs but then there, those are just are like uh, yeah, I relate yeah, bro like yeah, I yeah. know how you're doing this you know I, I feel you and so yeah you released that song and it really resonated with me it still resonates on mm-hmm. a regular and constantly I find myself in a space where I can't pray for myself yeah and every single time I'm in that space I always listen to your song and I'm just like yo mm-hmm. pray for me I know ever since we became friends I don't know if we're friends but he's my know. friend he's my I homie know. i don't know you say you say if i'm your friend or not you know yeah, yeah. so ever since i got your line i think i haven't shared it on my status but on a regular i would put it up like guys yeah. pray for me because i really believe in prayer yeah now i've said a lot like two minutes of me speaking <laughs> that's not healthy yeah but, so moving on my guest for today is microphone seven kaluba for those of you who know him on a personal yeah and we're basically going to touch everything i think from the whole idea of having friends pray for you the inspiration yeah. um your experiences what led you to uh releasing that song and mm. everything else but before we go on there's probably somebody who doesn't really know who m7 is probably yeah. they've heard your songs but they don't really know you how would you describe yourself 
so psh, microphone seven is a young i don't know if i'm still young eh? <laughs> i know no, no, i'm still young i'll you're be still, young at 60 you. you know i'll be mm-hmm. young at 60 uh, microphone seven is a young guy that um that god loves so much mm-hmm. um very far from perfect by the way mm-hmm. i'm just gonna add that there yeah uh but i understand that god loves me so much and because of that i've began to learn how to love him more mm-hmm. and because of the relationship based off love i know that you can't have a loving relationship without being able to spread the love to other people and mm-hmm. so that's why um microphone seven is an evangelist you know like mm-hmm. through music through speaking through everything i do like yeah. one-on-one um i just want people to know how much god loves them because he loves us so much guys like it's, it's not even a joke so basically in a nutshell microphone seven is a young man that's loved by god that wants everybody to experience god's love god's love yeah i love the fact that you're speaking about love i think one of the things that i'm constantly emphasizing on my podcast is how much god loves us yeah. and it doesn't matter what you've done it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you haven't done god's love is always there to redeem us yeah. and to walk with us through the earth now getting to your song that actually made me want to have this podcast with you by the way this is what i did so the time i was compiling a list of the people i wanted to have Mm -hmm. on my podcast i actually put your name there and then i was like "Mm, is he going to respond though (laughs) honestly that was like i think um september of last year yeah and funny thing was i think december if not december january we met at ispark i was like oh my god isn't this god you know oh yeah yeah, we had that meeting yeah yeah so having you here is like god really does see what we want and what our hearts desire now you've done the song pray for me Mm -hmm. honestly i want you to give us a back story of what led you to having that song and also i think you've done two videos of the same song yeah actually three three except the third one didn't Mm -hmm. come out because um we experienced a theft at the studio so we lost the data that's unfortunate yeah yeah so we have two videos in the public yeah i would like to know how everything just came together what's okay. the story behind it so you know um first of all i need to acknowledge the fact that the song was written by uh fumbani mm-hmm. or better known as fj yeah um so like the when we got to starting to do the song yeah uh the song basically talks about how that um we should like I'm a human being, mm-hmm. okay? So, for example, a lot of people think, oh, he's a gospel artist, you know what I mean? Like, he prays, mm-hmm. he's a prayerful guy. But there's days... Holy Ghost, few times Yeah, there's many, many days that a lot of people that are saved mm-hmm. can't pray, they can't yeah. read their Bible. Mm-hmm. They're broken because of what life has done, you know, like experiences mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, and so, I just wanted people to understand that whether it's a pastor... It's a priest, it's a prophet, it's whatever. They need prayer too. Mm-hmm. Like they need our prayers. You need to pray for each other. Yeah. And and that's because sometimes the best thing that you can do for someone when they're going through some something mm-hmm. is pray for them. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm not saying. Well, I really like saying like when someone is hungry, you can't pray for them. You need to give them food okay. or you need to offer them something. You know. Yeah. But I'm saying like there's certain things that people go through and 
there's it's nothing that money can heal it's nothing that food can heal it's nothing that clothes can heal you know what i mean like they might have all those things and at the end of the day the only thing that they need and the thing that will strengthen them is prayer mm-hmm. so that's the reason why i did the song because um yo man i've i i've experienced a lot of uh pain mm-hmm. um the past few years yeah. and it pushed me in a direction where because i'm always there for people mm-hmm. i like to be there for people it's not a complaint by the way um because i enjoy being there for people i didn't know how to let other people be there for me mm-hmm. and so i reached a point where i was just like you know what if you really like for me like if you really want to be there for me mm-hmm. pray for me just pray for me nice yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. that's that's the song pray for me it really resonates with a lot of us honestly mm-hmm. and one one of the things i love about what you said is the fact that um when things are hard you will want someone to pray for you yeah. i think my mentor is always constantly saying when you pray for people you go say bless yeah. because you probably want to feel how they're feeling yeah. and ask God to come through for them yeah exactly yeah. so is, mm-hmm. uh one of the things one of the other things is um i've learned that you know so this pray for me is connected i think all my songs are just connected but like there's one of the songs on my album um called one thing Mm-hmm. and it's it's basically a connection to pray for me you know what i mean like it's so it's just saying like one thing is true to me it's god's love that's holding me mm-hmm. you know um and basically in that song i talk about how that sometimes you're going through something as a, as a believer as a christian as a pastor as whoever you are mm-hmm. whatever as a child of god let me say forget the titles yeah uh and the first thing that your fellow believers would do is judge you for what you're doing in that moment mm-hmm. instead of praying for you or instead of getting the reason behind your action you yeah. know what i mean like why is this guy doing what he's doing why is he going to the places that he's going to mm-hmm. they want to judge you like oh no he's going to this place or he's doing this yeah. instead of finding out like yo are you okay you know what i mean i think that um before praying for someone or even as you pray for someone mm-hmm. it's very important to know what they're going through and where they are because a lot of people have left the church a lot of people have been hurt by us Christian fellow Christians or yeah. fellow believers mm-hmm. because we don't take time to find out why is this like why is this person I knew I know this person and this is their true character mm-hmm. you know what I mean like yeah. this is not how I know them what has happened to them that has changed their response towards church or church people or mm-hmm. like Yeah. You know, a lot of these things. And so as you pray for people, God gives you the wisdom to know what to say to them mm-hmm. because you need to be very careful with your words. And how to treat them too. Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of people have felt comfort away from the church because people out there we embrace them. Mhm. When they come to church, the first thing you do instead of, you know how Jesus says my arms are wide open. Yeah. Come to me. Mhm. So for for most of the believers we don't do that our arms are closed until we find out if we are if you are worth an embrace no. you know what i mean mm. so i think that as we pray for people we need to be able to embrace everybody and be able to help people you know just like be real mm-hmm. man you know be real i love yeah. the whole aspect of being real because i think i'm like the most realest person yeah. on earth like let's keep it real and relatable yeah. and let's embrace who we are yeah. now you've spoken about how you were in a space where 
you've you've dealt with a lot of loss yeah. over the recent years. Um, how has it been, and what type of loss was it? So especially I think, the fact that you are in the public eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that I'll even start as far back as um, so the tenth of the tenth. Today is the eleventh of. The, am I allowed to say the date? <laughs> you okay today is not the 11th of june <laughs> today is the 11th of june yes okay yesterday was the 10th of june yeah um that was it marked 20 years since my mom died my biological mom mm-hmm. um so that's where it starts mm-hmm. i'm eight i lose my biological mom eight years later i lose an older brother mm-hmm. who was like my twin because we grew up together you know basically just like we were twins mm-hmm. all this like similar matching clothes whatever um then years later obviously one of my first friends from school 12 from the time we were in baby class mm-hmm. um tw- 2019 mm-hmm. right november 2019 now this is someone i've known since baby class mm-hmm. uh he was one of the friends one of my closest friends and I always used to say that was my best man, if, you know, at my wedding. <laughs> um, one of my closest friends, and he died in 2019, November. Mm-hmm. So it was very heartbreaking for me because this is someone that I was very vulnerable with. Like when I needed, sometimes I didn't even need to ask. He was just like, he knew when mm-hmm. to come through, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. With my career, with my school, like just, he was just an all-round guy. Mm-hmm. So for for someone like me who doesn't have a lot of people who do stuff for you, like you don't have, not that people don't want to do stuff for you, but you're so used to doing everything alone. Oh, yeah. Um, to find people who are just willingly, like who willingly just want to help out, yeah, without you even asking, mm-hmm. it's very rare. Yeah. So he was that one one of the rare friends that I had, mm-hmm. and so losing him, like yo man, I was heartbroken. Um, I was really heartbroken because I felt like God had let me down, you know. Yeah. Uh, the first time I ever spent a night in, in UTH mm-hmm. at a bedside was his bedside, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just really heartbreaking. And then, so I'm still healing from the loss of my my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, 2019 November, he died. 28th November. And then... 2020 January I lose a brother right Mm. Um, on the 4th of January and then a month later on the 5th of February I lose a brother now like an older brother him I was even staying with at home and he died from home so like I had to I experienced me going back home uh, finding my mom crying you know Mm. um, carrying his body riding in the back of the van with his body taking him to UTH going all the way to the mortuary like experiencing all that mm-hmm. while I was just trying to heal from you know so it happened so quick and then I really mentioned this because at first I didn't think it was like it really had an impact on everything that was going on mm-hmm. but at the time I was dating someone mm-hmm. I was dating this lady and Oh, we're cool, by the way. So, like, it's not like, <laughs> but like, she broke up with me. Okay. So we broke up a day before my brother's burial. Yeah. Um, and the reason why we broke up had nothing to do with me, by the way. 
So it was just really like it was a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to deal with this. This is happening. This mm-hmm. is, and so, but it it like the pain made me a stronger person. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that moment, I didn't want any like I was okay with you praying for me or whatever. I just didn't need any of your advice telling me oh be strong you yeah, know it's gonna be okay. oh you'll God be loves fine you. no I'm not gonna be fine yeah. I'm scarred you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, I've seen all these dead bodies I've yeah. you know experienced all this pain and, and coming back yeah mm-hmm. so so that like I wouldn't say that I'm healed now but I, obviously I'm in a better place mm-hmm. and in a better space yeah and some days it all just comes down and you're like oh snap man you know um, but that taught me a lesson um it taught me that it taught me my strengths first of all because when i was going through all that i wasn't even like emotional but oh i mean i wasn't scared that i was in a mortuary i wasn't you know like seeing yeah. all these dead mm-hmm. bodies all that i needed to be strong for for my mom my sisters my like my nieces everyone my family mm-hmm. and it made me a better person it put my mind in perspective i needed to be more responsible because now i obviously have to be productive you know as a human being just as a human being mm-hmm. you know like yo if anything like this happens mm-hmm. people need to be able to count on me yeah. and so it put me in a very it was hard mm-hmm. sometimes it's still hard but it put me in a very now when i look back it put me in a position where i had a choice and i always tell people you 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 always have two choices you can have a choice to give an excuse Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. To become an irresponsible person because of the hurt that you've gone through, the hurt that you've experienced, or you can become a better person for yourself and those around, and those you. around you mm-hmm. because of the pain that you've experienced. Yeah. So the same pain can either make you trash mm-hmm. or it can build you. Yeah. Whatever you become is up to you. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. yeah, so so that That was my experience with loss man it was it was ish it was crazy No um I've heard you speak about how you needed to still be productive and carry yeah. on and ish I, my mood has just dropped because <laughs> this is like so much Yeah like losing so many people in one yeah. in such a short space is yo man you're strong Honestly, that's all I'm going to say I don't think I'm strong I think God just really mm. held me through yeah. it you know because mm-hmm. Without his, with without his strength, with mm. his grace, his grace, I wouldn't have done all this. You know, yeah. I you wouldn't. You spoke be... about how you had to be strong, and you you had to be strong for your mom and those around yeah. you, and also you just needed to carry on. Uh, this takes me to the song that Abel Chungo has done, mm-hmm. Mamuna Samarila. Yeah. Again, I love that song because yeah. I feel like there's a lot of stereotype yeah. around men, pain, emotions. Yeah. You know. Do you think that sort of contributed to you getting back or what would you say about this whole concept of mamona samadhi you know like yeah. men are not supposed to feel emotions men are supposed to toughen up men are supposed to be a b c d mm-hmm. you know um i think that a man and a woman first of all yeah uh are wired there's certain things that are wired differently mm-hmm. okay But the same way that a woman feels emotions, a man feels emotions the same. Maybe we might not react the same. But we have we both have minds, okay? Yeah. My mind is not stronger than yours. 
So what affects your mental health affects mine. Yeah. What affects your emotions affects mine. The way we respond is um I don't think that it's even about the wiring, but I think that the 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 response that either a man or a woman would give is based off how they are taught to respond from the time they're young. Mm-hmm. And society over the years has taught us men that we're not supposed to cry, we're not supposed to show emotion. Mm. So even when we're broken, we're just meant to keep it inside, which is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Which is very dangerous because um there's a thin line between being the man of the mo- like in the situation, like obviously me seeing my mom break down i'm not going to start breaking down in front of her because yeah, yeah. how do i move the body to the mortuary mm-hmm. how do i i have to put everything in order you know what i mean but at the same time that doesn't mean i have to neglect my emotions yeah so i had to deal with my emotions i had to cry even when like i found space mm-hmm. to cry alone i'd cry my friends would be there i'd cry uh because bottling those emotions up it does two things right mm-hmm. it will either make you resent the people around you or because you feel like they didn't care enough to let you cry mm-hmm. um or you just become this monster mm-hmm. you know what i mean you just become a monster because you're bottling so much inside and you project you don't even know why you're just rude to people mm. but you're you moody. and yeah <laughs> and so i feel like a lot of men in society become something that they are not because they've not dealt with what the trauma mm-hmm. they've not dealt with the trauma that they've experienced and that's why you find certain people tell you no because i suffered you my children also have to suffer yeah. which is not a healthy mm-hmm. thing no, it's like not. it's not normal it's not healthy yeah um because you went to boarding school and you were not eating three meals a day you want your children to suffer mm-hmm. you know like <laughs> that's and you see like people and it it becomes it's it's so sad that it's engraved in society so deep that people actually think that's a normal thing and that's a healthy thing to do but it's yeah. unhealthy mm-hmm. and that's the reason why um men should be allowed even boys should be allowed to express their emotion you can't say oh no yeah boy don't cry no be strong toughen up no 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 no, no. <laughs> of course mm-hmm. as a man i must be able to you know provide protect prophesy and you know obviously like i must be the leader mm-hmm. yeah uh, i must be a leader we're natural born leaders but that doesn't take away the fact that i must make sure that my mental health is in check mm-hmm. like i'm okay mentally because you can't lead as uh, you can't you can't lead well if your mind is not healthy mm-hmm. you can't even have a healthy relationship if your mind is not healthy mm, whether with like with the opposite sex or with your family or your with friends, your friends yeah. when your mind is not okay mm-hmm. it affects everything around you True. and that's the importance of having a very healthy mind mm-hmm. so mamuna is you know it's a, it's a great song and i i'm glad that a lot of men are coming out and they're saying like yo man i've gone through this i've gone through that yeah. people are being abused in men are being abused in their marriages True. in their relationships yeah. and they can't say anything because society has said a man who comes and says his wife beat him up is weak mm, he's not it a real does, man but no that's not it doesn't take away anything from you being a real man yeah. just the fact that you can feel yeah 
so men are allowed to feel exactly. emotions and to experience experiences yeah. but of course while you're tuned into unscripted with leave make sure you're sitting on some good cup of coffee water tea juice or whatever beverage best suits your needs lusaka zambia's cod i hope you guys are drinking some coffee or tea now you've spoken about how you've dealt with depression <laughs> and um i think i'm excited to hear this because a lot of people in yeah. my circle a lot of people that i've had conversations with have yeah. dealt with depression yeah. uh, at some point in their lives yeah. and so i want to hear your perspective of depression and how you're coping how you've coped with it or healed from it yeah. especially for the fact that you're a christian because i think there's a lot of just pray about it yeah, 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 just yeah, yeah. you know that's a demon mm. and all that when in the actual sense i feel like it can not even i feel like it can be um an actual health issue yeah, it's exactly. not just oh it's a demon pray about it cast it out and all that so you know first of all i'd like to say that the same god that created doctors and therapists mm-hmm. is the same god that created us yeah so there's a reason why a therapist exists mm-hmm. you know um I, i'm not saying i don't believe in miracles mm but all I'm saying is God has given you a brain mm-hmm. and he's given you the wisdom mm-hmm. um when you've got a headache you take a painkiller or you know that your body you know you need to hydrate yeah. or you need to you don't pray when you've got a headache like, <laughs> I mean like if you're dehydrated drink water you need to drink water that's common sense God mm-hmm. has given you common sense he's given you a brain mm-hmm. he's given you the water you know what I mean yeah um and at the same time When you've got malaria, you take malaria medication. Mm-hmm. When your body is unwell, you seek professional help. Mm-hmm. Even as you pray. Yeah. Because that's not saying that you don't believe that God can heal you. There are people who take medication and they don't get healed. True. So the fact that you're taking the medication and you're getting healed is a miracle in itself. True. Right? Yeah. So why is it that when you see your body, you take it to the doctor. Mm-hmm. But when it's your mind, you want to say it's a spiritual thing spiritual you know what i mean demons. even when when it's your spirit mm-hmm. you take it to church true when it's your mind you need to find the right channels that will help you there are people that know what exactly is triggering you mm-hmm. you know your mm-hmm. triggers a lot of people because in africa we've neglected the mental health topic mm-hmm. sometimes people are triggered by things and they don't even understand yeah like why are you rude for no reason. Sometimes people are just rude. You know, you find out the character of the person. It's not a demon. No, it's There's just certain words maybe that they've been told, you know, maybe growing up they've been shouted at, they've been insulted, mm-hmm. they've been told you'll never be anything and and so any person that makes them feel a certain type of way that triggers the things that they've gone grown up listening to, yeah. they react mm-hmm. in defense, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not a demon. It's because their mind is messed up by what they've gone through and if they don't seek professional help or they seek a therapist you know yeah it doesn't it, they don't heal from that they don't know how to cope mm-hmm. right so i was like i've been depressed man i, I was depressed when i lost my best friend like i said mm-hmm. because he was one of the closest friends i had and so it was really was hard the, for me was that the same period you experienced the depression yes. or you've had it prior to that um i think i've had it before but i didn't know what it was because you know you're an african i'm an african guy <laughs> i was just like ah maybe i'm just sad you know mm, yeah. um but really i felt it when i lost my best friend and mm-hmm. I, 
lost a lot of people back to back because i was in this constant state of pain like how much pain can one take you know what i mean like in four months you've lost three people that are super close to you mm-hmm. and it was just it was hard mm-hmm. and i thank god for my friends because they made it easier for me to mm-hmm. to deal with this they didn't judge me when i said you know what today i don't want your prayers mm-hmm. i just want to drink If you want to pray, go and pray for me. You know what I mean? But today, mm-hmm. I just want to drink and sleep. Yeah. Because I want to be numb. I'm not saying that's the answer mm-hmm. because it's, it it wasn't my it wasn't an answer. Mm-hmm. You know because you take alcohol today, you feel good in the moment, you sleep, you wake up, you're sober. You still you the, your mind is still filled with those things. Yeah. And so alcohol is not an answer. Mm-hmm. But for me in that moment, I was like, yo, This is what I want to do. I want to numb the pain. So my friends were like, "No, we will allow you." So city drink watch. You know what I mean? <laughs> like so mm-hmm. and I think God that I got friends like that, like even brothers like that um because it it like I got that. No, I just like okay, now I think I need just to really start dealing with this mm-hmm. which meant that I needed to accept that these people were gone. Mm-hmm. I needed to accept that these things have happened. Yeah. I needed to start looking forward to doing things that took my mind off the pain. Yeah. Uh not running away from the pain while going through the pain and going through it, you know, obviously there's things that ease your mind mm-hmm. and and keep you calm. Mm-hmm. Um so that's how I I dealt with it like because I was really depressed. And also as a christian now this is like as a christian yeah from a christian's perspective i did it all this stuff that i'm talking about like me drinking mm-hmm. me doing whatever i was doing it and i was like i didn't run away from the presence of god yeah. i would tell god like me today i want to drink mm-hmm. you know i'm going to drink yeah so it wasn't like oh no i stepped out and i was like oh god who are you you know where's god questioning god like mm-hmm. where were you no 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 yeah. no I said look god you still have my heart mm-hmm. but right now i'm in so much pain and i just want to numb and i just want to numb this pain mm-hmm. i'm not even like no i've run away from the church i'm no yeah. longer a christian because believers blah blah no mm-hmm. like i'm still yours fully but mm-hmm. i'm broken right now I'm broken and this is what's working for me in this to my minutes you know yeah so yeah how would you say so would have you been to therapy have you done therapy no i haven't did you seek medical um, help or it was your depression was sprouting from the loss and yeah it was definitely from the loss and so so the answer was within you yeah acceptance 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 and you know obviously i i already had bad insomnia before that but it just got worse mm-hmm. after all that um i had to take some medication to help me sleep mm-hmm. uh but i stopped quickly because i didn't want to get addicted mm-hmm. and dependent yeah yeah so now while we're on the issue of this whole depression and mental health you're having a concert that's coming up soon yeah and it's tagged mental health matters yeah and why why are we speaking about mental health so the concert mm-hmm. is called the praise party mm-hmm. it's a praise party concert microphone seven and the proof solomon played church Risky Chimo, VIC, SOG and Josh, right? Mm-hmm. And many more people. Yeah. Uh and the reason why I decided to do this concert called Praise Party is because I believe that, you know, as Christians, um most of the time sometimes we 
we pretend mm-hmm. most of some people pretend yeah. to be okay when they're not okay mm-hmm. but this concert this party actually is there for us to celebrate how far we've come with all the issues on our minds and all these things and just to be there for each other and say look yes we're going through this because the first thing you want to do when you're going through things your mental health is not okay is accept that you're not okay mm-hmm. so but we're saying look i know i'm not okay but i'm still going to praise god even as i seek therapy mm-hmm. even as i learn more about mental health even as i learn how to keep my mind healthy mm-hmm. i'm going to praise god through it because th- there's something that happens when you praise god you know yeah. when you praise god he's he's just evident you know he makes life praise makes uh troubles look very smooth mm-hmm. because you understand how big god is sometimes yeah. we when we stop praising god and we are so worried about what we're going through we magnify whatever it is that we are going through mm-hmm. and to our human eyes it looks bigger than what god can do or god's solutions True. but when you praise god even in the midst of trouble even in the midst of mental issues um depression anxiety when you are praising god all those things now you see them for what they really are they are so small to god yeah. and whether you're as a christian you're going to therapy you can praise god even on your way to see your therapist yeah, you know you're, on your way to see your therapist you're praising <laughs> mm-hmm. god yeah. and that's the reason why we're doing this and also the one of the main main reasons the main reason actually why it's tagged mental health matters. awareness mm-hmm. is oh mental health matters, matters yeah. is because for a long time issues of depression like you said depression anxiety things like that mm-hmm. um in the church they are looked at as some in some churches let me not say in the church but like mm-hmm. for a long time as christians we think you can just pray anxiety away yep. mm-hmm. or you can just but there's certain things that you need to be deliberate about you need to sure. listen to the right things that's why the bible even the bible has answers to our anxiety the bible has answers to our depression like mm-hmm. what we should do yeah. you know and so therapy is not a sin mm-hmm. seeing a therapist who's a professional <laughs> is not a sin yeah. you know mm-hmm. uh you can have jesus in your heart and still seek therapy True. it's okay Very that's the reason you know and i'm saying this because we've seen people who were pastors who committed suicide True. so if all they needed was prayer and knowing the bible they wouldn't have killed themselves but it was mm-hmm. they need help if people need help we must be able to allow a safe space for people to come out and say look i have anxiety disorder mm-hmm. i have this i have this so that we 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 find solutions. solutions yeah regardless of whether you're a christian or not yes exactly now unfortunately we have to come to the end of this episode yeah, i guess this is why you were saying we need to we need <laughs> I, to <you laughs> have see, a there's always a lot there's yeah. just so much that um we have to speak about i was actually just holding myself because i, I agree like you know i also have my own experiences <laughs> yeah. that i think would have made so much sense if i spoke about them but yeah. then time is never enough but before i let you go um you are microphone 7 yeah guys me I'm, i'm big on the microphone 7 i right <laughs> now i just feel like i'm talking to microphone 7 i'm talking to kalua yeah and you have built a brand for yourself mm-hmm. you have I would say you are a household name. Yeah. If somebody doesn't know you in the Zambia then Kayate. <laughs> you know, and probably there's somebody who's listening to you yeah. right now who loves your music, who loves who you are and what you do and they just want to someday 
acquire what you've acquired or just mm-hmm. be like you not in the literal sense but you know they love you so much um what's the one thing you did when you were young that you think has contributed to the <laughs> I was a rebel <laughs> <laughs> I was a rebel how has that contributed to who rebel. you are now how mm-hmm. um i think that if i didn't I'm saying it as a okay as a good rebel, you know. <laughs> uh obviously you have like your parents want you to be who they think you should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh they want you to be a lawyer, a doctor or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And all these amazing professions, mm-hmm. other amazing professions. Yeah. Uh but w- one thing I did is I found myself and I said this is what I want to do mm-hmm. and this is who I'm going to become. Yeah. And I said if I'm going to be an artist I need to be I can't be famous and broke number 1 true so I need to be someone that's consistent with my art mm-hmm. at the same time I need to be very intelligent I'm very intelligent by the way <laughs> so I need to be smart with everything that I'm doing the mm-hmm. moves I need to be deliberate I need to be consistent I need to be learned mm-hmm. I need to read I need to know how to do things right now I can write I can draft my own proposals mm-hmm. and take I can go and sit down in a meeting with a marketing manager and tell them why they should give me money for a sponsorship or whatever. Mm-hmm. I needed to invest in my mind. I needed to invest in education. Mm-hmm. I went to school for 3 years. Mm-hmm. I did a double. I did public relations and journalism. Congratulations not by the I, way. <laughs> not because I wanted to be a journalist. Yeah. But because I needed to understand like there's so much value in education. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people will tell you no you can just school what what i believe that education is very powerful mm-hmm. so i mean at the end of the day i don't want to be that artist way you know you're going to some day when i'm going to marry a chick you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm going to marry okay. then they're saying someday yeah someday in mm-hmm. the very very far know. future <laughs> but like you know i'm going to i step in a place and they're just like oh He's an artist. You know this attitude where people have like this attitude where they say, "Oh, oh yeah, musician. What else mm. do you do?" Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I did school just for just so that just I can the show sake. them like, "Yo, just because I've chosen this career path doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I'm down." So at mm-hmm. the end of the day, school does things for you. It opens up your mind to different opportunities mm-hmm. because you expand your your intelligence or your mental mm-hmm. capacity, yeah. you know. So If you want to be like microphone 7 mm-hmm. or better mm-hmm. invest in your education be financially literate please and thank um, you <laughs> because you yeah. don't want to end up famous and broke true that's that's a that's never we have a lot of those cases <laughs> yeah i don't know if i should let you say your last words because i feel like it's going to be a whole I, song to be long to be long <laughs> but thank you so much for coming to thank you for Twitter. having me thank you everyone that's been listening to the songs yeah to and come for the praise party yeah come to the praise party concert on the 9th of july at the zambian italian cultural center in long acres get your tickets thank you for listening to unscripted with live and microphone seven we I, out no okay, we're not <laughs> thank you guys for listening up until the end and of course you know the vibes you know the drill make sure you say you share this podcast with two of your favorite people and of course leave me a voice message if you're using anchor fm and if you're using apple podcast or google podcast don't forget to subscribe uh yeah i love you but god loves you more and like i say i'm gonna say it again i don't want to be known for them again so i want to be known for them for and i am for people regardless of who you are god loves you and i love you too bye Woo!